0: Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Miss Lolita, personnel director. This is Tanil, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 501 c program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Prince, last week we were talking about uh, the differences between uh, dating and courting. We were quoting uh, Emily Massey and her deep dive study on these two different things. And her thesis was that dating can affect the family, which affects the church. I insert that last part. And it's ironic because, um, in America, 50% of the marriage end in divorce. Isn't that something? 50% and back in the year 1600 only had one divorce per year. Uh, in Pakistan, a friend of mine lives there. He said, "You know, Prince, we just have one percent uh, divorce rate—one percent—and we talked about that. The reason why in Pakistan the parents choose the uh, their children's uh, uh, suitors or their children's uh, who they marry, and that has a big effect. And in Emily Massey's study, she said that dating does not include the parental." Uh, uh, influx, but the uh, courting does include that. She also mentioned that dating does not involve deep emotions, but courting does. She mentioned that dating does not always end in marriage, but courting, that's the main focus there. So again, can you imagine that here in America? 50% of the marriages end in divorce. The second marriages, they last for about eight years. Mm. Third marriages. 74% of those in in divorce. So again, I submit to you, courting can affect the marriage and marriages affect the church. So we want to be careful to learn all we can from those who've been through that and give us some good advice on what to do. We'll introduce our panel. Thank the Lord tonight, Stella Cavett. She was married in her 20s and she's 90 plus years old in mm-hmm. Church of God all of her life. Uh, saved around 65 plus years.
1: Wow. She
0: so has two sons, pastor, uh, nephew that's a minister, another ministry, um, that is a pastor, another uh, uh, of her kinfolk there. So we're glad about that. Let's give her a hand tonight for being here. Yes, I really am. That's so why I'm stuttering. I get
1: <laughs>
0: But I'm excited about our guest tonight. If you want to yes. contact her, you can. You can dial uh, on your phone 478 283 9093 to contact Dr. Kevin. 478 283 9093. You can email her also to, at R E E E E C H O N E at com. If you want to join us tonight, you can. You can text in 1 866 Also, you can go to YouTube and type in Church of God in Macon, Georgia. You'll see the live uh, broadcast there. And I was shocked how easy it is to put a post in. Man, I I put it right in last week and it worked real well. So (laughs) you better hurry up. Uh, We had a lot of calls last week Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot going on with our panelists here tonight. Thank God for her. Yes. Any questions from last week from our director?
1: Yes, we actually do. There were two that um, we'd like to carry over into this week. One of those questions was from Carrie Ann. She asks, considering marriage, I see potential in someone else. What should I do? Okay. So that question, I believe, is to you.
2: She sees someone, in other words, she's seeing... Someone that she might want to marry herself, possibly.
1: It's not clear as to um, what uh, situation she's in, but she's seeing potential in someone else. So, what should she do in that position?
2: Pray, because sometimes what you see is not really the whole whole picture. You can't you don't know, can't see a person's heart.
1: That's so true.
2: And if it's a if it's a young lady, then there's really she can't make moves she should not make moves toward a young man like that at least we never did when we were young that was not it was the man that always made the advances and then Mm -hmm. we went from there but i wasn't saved at that time but being saved now prayer is the key don't be in a hurry just watch and have god will he'll show you something and when you see it Be willing to see it don't don't get so involved in seeing that potential and all that that you overlook what god is trying to show you amen
1: good point our next question i believe we touched a little bit of it last week and it's we are both in the same church but i no longer want to be married Mm -hmm. what
2: should i do
0: wow (laughs) well, you
2: pray and stay married because you may evolve. I mean, if he's beating you or something like that, that's one thing. But if there are things between the two of you, hopefully you can go to a minister that can help, that can work with you. I was thinking about, I think I mentioned last week about my uh, knowing about a child, a young couple. That had six months of of uh, uh, you know someone telling them about marriage, and they and in their courtship before they got married, they had to go to this uh, council, and it really was very you know very uh, profitable. So I feel like if you feel that way, number one, start praying. You can't. You can't get out of it like that and if you have children what are they yeah, going to do yeah, and yeah, you know you, yeah, that's yeah. one that's one thing maybe you better look into because we if we're not careful we can be selfish about what we want. True. And that's not it. When you get married it's like when you get married to Christ you no longer belong to yourself. You belong to him. Mm-hmm. And it is when you get married to your husband. You can't just consider what I like or what I want to do. You have to consider all the the uh, facts and things around you and how is this going to affect us? How is this going to affect your husband? Maybe he wants to be married. Maybe he just doesn't know what he should do or whatever. And prayer is the key. I mean, you're going to have to. I know when I was having a lot of problems, I set up days of fasting I think I told that before, and I would not let anything uh, come between me and those days. And Mm -hmm. God really helped me to be able to move through. And then he would show me things, and I wasn't totally clear either. So that's another thing to look at. You're saying you don't want to be married, but maybe you're doing some things that you shouldn't do either. So... Mm -hmm. There's no walking out like that. That's why he said don't enter into it unadvisedly because of the fact that if you don't understand the different things that can come about in marriage, then when they come about, it's a surprise to you Mm -hmm. or you were warned, but you thought you could overcome them and... Remember, you cannot change a person.
0: Amen. True. if you Amen. see true. things
2: before <laughs> you marry, Amen. you're Very true. not going to change <laughs> unless that person wants to change. Amen. But you can't do it. And you don't want anybody to change you either Amen. like that. True. So when God does it, he does it from the heart. And it'll work. It'll blend like it's supposed to.
0: Amen.
1: Any more questions?
2: That's all I have for now.
0: Yes, sir. So Gavin, you mentioned, well, I got I'm making notes while you're talking. a <laughs> uh, couple of things. You've been saying make sure you're saved and sanctified. Because that's the basis of it, isn't it? Absolutely. Having, being cleared with God first. Isn't that the basis Absolutely. of a happy marriage? Absolutely. Pardon? That's the basis of it, isn't it? Being saved Absolutely. and sanctified. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And you know there are, but there are exceptions. You'll find some people that were not saved nor sanctified, but they have been able to have good marriages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, not you're not like this, uh, a saver, but they have had good marriages. Every now and then, you'll meet up with a couple that have been married for years. But mm-hmm. in most cases, though, they do mention God in the midst mm-hmm. of it because They're, they know He
0: brought them through. Sure.
2: Yes, yeah, some way or other, they will mention Him, but they may not have known truth like we know truth. Right. And there are exceptions to all anything that you can bring, you can find someone that did it the other way, and God worked with them and helped them if they mm-hmm. humble themselves. Mm-hmm. it's like Ahab, how he humbled himself. He, he didn't. He didn't get away from. Uh, he didn't get saved, but he did. He humbled himself enough that he didn't get the punishment that he would have gotten at right. the time that it was being put out. So. Right. But if you can humble yourself, even out if you didn't do it quite right, God can still help you. But mm-hmm. that's not the way to go.
0: So, Kevin, in 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 courtship, we mentioned last week about red flags. What are some red flags that a person should be cognizant to the fact?
2: Well, one of the main things is is that person how he conducts himself around you, is he respectful of the fact that you are virtuous? And is he uh, watching, uh, you know, opening the doors for you and watching out for you and, you know, just really concerned about about you? (laughs) Or is he just concerned about himself? And, you know, how is he with his friends? He likes to be around them a lot. And all that joking and jesting and all that kind of stuff. Those are some of the things that you can watch out for, but mainly his treatment of you, how respectful he is. That's why you need to be sanctified. Like I say, because you're both on the same thing that you've got to be, you've got to be pure. And so that's it. So how, how is he with our conversation? What's our conversation about? Him? Is it about God? Are we telling, encouraging each other with him to be saved and, that kind of thing, praying together when we we're on the phone. Is he calling me at midnight and wanting me to talk on the phone? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go to sleep and I'll catch you more in the daytime. Amen. Being careful Amen. of those things. Very and true. like I say, and then how is he? In, how is he about spending money? Just you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I'll buy the most expensive shoes and I, mm-hmm. buy mm-hmm. expensive clothes and. You know, into that kind of thing. And those are those are not good. Th- those are not good things. And as I say, I heard people say about someone being selfish. I think I mentioned that before, but they didn't tell that person that that means that he's going to have shoes when you don't. He's going to have a new car when you don't. He's going to mm-hmm. have the best of everything. So ouch, ouch. <laughs> and that's not good. Yeah. And then how bossy is he? You know, like you say, what? Well, I want so and so. Well, No, I, I mm-hmm. don't. I want to. You know, just mm-hmm. not willing to mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. with you and give mm-hmm. you the things, You know that you want and all like that. So that's and that's for a man. He watches woman that he's marrying. Does she like to go out shopping all the time, buying mm-hmm. expensive clothes and mm-hmm. high price things and high priced restaurants? I mean, they're they're okay, but
0: sure, sure. I mean, you
2: don't live you don't live like that. No, no. see, so yeah, and how's she gonna do when she gets over there? Well, can we can go so and so? No, I I let's go to so and so where we're paying a hundred dollars a plate and all that kind of stuff. No, Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> wow, living high, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's that's not good either. Mm-mm. Clothes gotta be certain kind of a purse. You can only have mm-hmm. that kind, and you can only have. <laughs> Certain clothes, they have to be name brands and all. That's for both of them. That's just a foolish way to live. You get a bunch of that stuff and there it is. And then what do you do with it? After a while, it's out of style. And then what are you True. going to do with it? Mm-hmm. So, Any question
0: random. from our director?
1: I do. Carrie ann asks, what if we marry, but one of us don't want to be fruitful and multiply? All right. All right. Interesting. <laughs> you
2: uh, you do that before you marry. You decide on that before you marry. And, and if they don't want to have children, then we can't, we really can't get married. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. and be saved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. No. And there are people out in sin that decide they don't want any children. Mm-hmm. But once they get married, I mean, they're married and they had, they had that, uh, uh, feeling that they didn't want them, but then after they got married they they had to go in and have one <laughs> mm-hmm. so we can't we can't we can't come against the bible and, and prosper, but probably out in sin is probably a blessing about some of these people that they don't want children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're doing them a favor really mm-hmm. as long as they don't go get an abortion but uh you're probably right on on key not to lead, not to have them Mm-mm. but You can't do that as a saint.
0: Friends, we're only a few minutes left in our program again, but this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We're discussing different topics that affect the Church of God family. We have Stella Cabin tonight, been married 60 plus years, been saved 65 plus years uh, and her family. She has, what, three pastors, two ministers. So we have the voice of experience tonight. And she's also had, I think, eight children. And uh, we're just happy to have her here. And I also want to talk about her husband. She was with him over 60 years and he was not saved. Stella, Kevin, what did you do with that? How did you work that?
2: That's what I did with the uh, fasting and prayer.
0: So he never did get saved. He never got saved
2: no, never did mm-hmm. and and I know uh one of the main things uh that was a blessing he did not hinder me from going to you know to church so he uh i mean uh there were times when we didn't have a car available, so of course we just he had the one car, so then he had first choice but other than that i I could go you know and do and then it was difficult with the fast, with the, uh, paying tithes. He didn't want to really pay tithes. And so what happened was he took care of the money. And so in taking care of the money, it was difficult for him to try to keep up with paying all the bills. And so one day he brought him, he said, you can take care of the money. I said, wow, take care wow. of it. I'll do it. If you let me tie. Wow. And he said, just go ahead. (laughs) So God gave that. But I just waited until God brought it up. And that's the prayer. You'd be surprised how many things Uh, God just changed around because we had a television. And my children, of course, we want to look at television. And I didn't, I prayed. And when they were down there, I couldn't, you know, say, you got to come up or whatever, unless it was to go to bed or something like that. But I tried not to go over him. And one day, those televisions moved out of my house. and I never, and they never came back until he was, uh, all the children were gone. And then he had the basement and he could have what he wanted. They had one of large screen so he could see like he wanted to, but not until then. And I, it wasn't, I said, take it, television, not nothing. God did it all by through prayer. So I appreciate him. And then things that I needed to do better, God would show me, you know, don't do it that way. Do it this way and no nagging, and where have you been? What have you been doing? And no, 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 no. Just let it alone. Yeah. Amen. So yeah. what we're
0: saying, friends, again, 50 years of marriage, 60 years of marriage and he was never saved.
2: Right. <laughs> right
0: Do we have right. any questions from our director?
2: We I actually. I want to say, though, when we parted friends, because uh, when he went back, uh, and my children arranged, I keep wanting people to know that, that I did not send him away to my daughter's house because right. I didn't want to take care of him because right. it was difficult but one daughter felt that uh, they should do it different so they arranged it but right. the day he came to uh, I think it was uh, uh, Angie's funeral and when he left we left his friends and he kissed me on. Uh, we hugged and kiss goodbye and i never seen him anymore and the day before he passed away i had called him to see how he was getting along and all so there was no nothing going on between us at all we parted in good spirits
0: That's true any questions from our listeners
1: yes sir we have a few coming in mr 313 asked if you're saved and married you have to
2: have children
0: we just had that question about children earlier
2: okay <laughs> i don't know how you can get around it <laughs> what you're going to do uh keep from having them all the time or whatever uh that's not what he said for us to do that that's not that's not uh-uh. that's not it no. and i
0: and i would want to wonder why wouldn't they want to is there a fear uh, is there a physical issue? I don't know, but I, I would try to find out reason why. What do you think about this? Should, should I find out the reason why, What that root issue is why I don't?
2: You can say what you want, but you're going to find people that had will be able to say, yes, I had the same thing, but I get it mm. in obedience to God's word.
0: It's true. It's true. So,
2: it's true. I mean, you can come up with excuses all you want to or whatever you want to say. But that's just that's not a wise thing. We're examples. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to tell these other young people that are coming along? Mm-hmm. How will you deal with them?
0: Any more questions for our listeners?
1: Larry Flew Ellen asked, Is it a sin not to marry? I think it froze. Okay.
0: Okay. So the yeah. question was. Is it a sin sin not not to marry? Correct. We may have a technical problem there. Yeah, we're having some. Yeah. To marry. Well, we'll wait till she comes back on to answer that. And uh, I'm going to write that question down. And friends, again, we want to discuss these things from those who have been through it. And it's very important. We can gain so much information from yes, those senior so saints. True, so true. Uh, again, she's been saved over 65 years and was with an unsaved husband for over 60 years. Stayed saved, stayed encouraged. I think she commuted about 65, 70 miles one way for, I think, about 45 years. So uh, a lot of experience can be gained through that. Friends, our time is up. We have more questions coming in. We're going to answer those questions, but I want to focus our attention on next week. You know, friends, we've had a lot of young people who've been wounded the past uh, years. Even when I was a young uh, lad, there was a church split where I grew up and I was maybe eight or nine years old and the church split. Oh, I think three different ways and families broke up and a lot of hurt feelings. Uh, distant people, moved away, left town. And so we want to reach out to those who've been wounded, our young people, mostly, and we're going to talk about some are bitter. I've read some of the uh, YouTube uh, uh, there,
1: and yeah, they were really,
0: really mm-hmm. uh, uh, heart-rendering. Because mm-hmm. what, what I hear is pain. True. I, I hear the upset, but I, what I hear is pain. We want to connect with that. So if you know someone who's been hurt, young person, under 40 years old, approximately, they can call in next Thursday at 7 and connect with us. We want to reach out to them specifically. We're going to talk to our panel again, and they know people. I know people. You know people who've been through that. You've not forgotten. We do love you, and we want to reach out to you these next couple of sessions. So We're going to dedicate the program to young people to reach out to those who've been wounded and hurt. Amen. And again, Amen. If, if you've not been to church, consider going back this Sunday. Friends, time is short. I think I've been to four funerals in the past couple of months. My sister, wife a year and a half ago, a best friend of mine, two nephews, and life is so short. So if you haven't been if you're out of church, go back on Sunday. If you've been wounded, you can start to heal even today. God's a healer. It may hurt, but God can heal even today. So again, we're gonna focus on our young folks for next week. We thank God for our panels tonight. Those questions, we're going to definitely answer those. Thank God for our technical director here, yes. and for our other staff members, Sister Kevin and Brother Pro. May the Lord bless you. Amen.
1: Amen.